welcome to the Rethink Leadership podcast, available on all platforms, including YouTube, if you prefer to watch. My name is Jeremy Blaine, CEO of Performance Works International, Executive Director of the Transformational Leadership Acceleration Institute, and Managing Partner of Diversity Talent. My aim is to bring insights from leaders, experts, and highly talented professionals from around the world. Insights, stories, and advice from the front lines of modern leadership to engage, inspire, and mobilize progress back in the workplace. Every episode is a learning opportunity for us all. The Rethink Leadership podcast also supports charities around the world. Each episode is made of a cause chosen by my guests, and to date, I'm proud to say we've supported over 60 global and local great causes. My guest today is Jennifer Ziegner. Jen is a co-founder and lead coach of Mountains and Marathons, a transformative coaching organization that works with entrepreneurs and leaders to create deeper alignment in their lives. The Align program takes leaders on a six-month journey that culminates in running a marathon or climbing a mountain in an epic place in the world. Think the Himalayas, Patagonia, Australia, New Zealand, you name it. Having worked with leaders from Fortune 500 companies to national non-profit organizations across the US, Europe, Australia, and the Middle East, Jen champions the idea that leadership needs to start with authentically leading ourselves first in all areas of life. So during this episode, I learn a little bit more about Jen and her journey, the company, Mountains and Marathons, the need to lead and live in alignment across all areas of our lives, the secrets to unlock transformative leadership, and more about how mountains and marathons aim to get the very best out of leaders so that they can go back to the workplace and be the best they can be there as well. Well, Jen, thank you very much for joining me for this episode. Please tell me a little bit about yourself, the company, and something that maybe not many people know about you. Awesome. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you so much for, for having me, for having us. Um, yeah, my name is Jen Ziegner. I'm one of the co-founders and leadership coaches of Mountains and Marathons. And at Mountains and Marathons, we are all about living in alignment. And how do we support the leaders of this day and age that has so much complexity and so much challenge, but also so much opportunity and beauty to really feel deeply authentic and how they're showing up in every area of life. So that's what we do. And something that not many people maybe know, I guess something that's a little bit special is that um, I've been traveling around the world for the last five years, 12 actually, but full time for the last five years together and also partly separately with my business partner, Jamin. Uh, so Jamin is the other half to Mountains and Marathons. He's currently back home with his family in Australia. And we have both been living a fully nomadic life for the last five years as we've been starting and growing Mountains and Marathons. How you've been living the future and you're you're coming to us from Guatemala at the moment. And that's uh, right. <laughs> no place I would rather be right now than there, I can tell you. It is <laughs> beautiful. The winter, it's the winter where I am. Um <laughs> so just going into a little bit about what you said there, Jen, that that you believe that our world needs leaders who live and lead in alignment across all life areas. Could you explain that in a little bit more detail and the importance of authenticity, as you mentioned, and alignment in leadership terms? Absolutely. So I'm going to speak to like what we understand as alignment, yeah, because it can be this term where people go, yeah, I get it. And at the same time, what is it like? What does it really mean? 
And in the simplest way, for us, living in alignment means living in congruence with our truth, in congruence with the truth of our highest vision that we have for our lives, with our deepest desires, with our highest commitments. That's in the bigger picture. And what does it look like moment by moment? Moment by moment, alignment is that what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking, what I'm saying, and my actions in the world are in sync. And it's when those are not in sync that misalignment happens. And it's when we're pursuing things in life and showing up in ways that we know deep down actually isn't our truth, that misalignment happens. And so I guess the other important piece is that when we talk about leadership, we start with self-leadership. Yes, we work with executives, entrepreneurs, and leaders in nonprofits and all those different contexts, but we never start with how do I lead my team better? <laughs> in fact, that's generally only a small part that naturally evolves when we start looking at how do I lead myself in alignment in every single area of life. Yeah, that's great. And I, I love the I love the point about the congruence to our truth and the think, feel, do relationship and how that can be synced or out of kilter if you're not getting it right in either of those areas that that really resonates with me mm. and I have to say that that you definitely practice what you preach in leadership terms you and Jamin created Mountains and Marathons as a transformational leadership company and I'd love you to tell us how that links to what you've just said and what makes it different when considering leadership development for the modern world yeah okay beautiful um where do we start? So, <laughs> so basically, I'll share with you a little bit about our journey and you know how this came about and why these pieces were so important for us. And I'm going to speak for Jamin here as well because I obviously know his story intimately. Um, I personally, before starting mountains and marathons, again, I had been living around the world for a while already. And at that time, I was working in Australia in the social enterprise sector, social enterprise and impact investing. And I love that piece. Like I love working with social change organizations and organizations that exist not simply to make a profit, but really to make a measurable impact in the world. And what I was seeing is I was working with these organizations on their business models and how they could scale and all that. And what I noticed I was really curious about was the people behind it. And both in those organizations that I worked with and in the one that I worked for, what I often saw was people deeply committed to a cause and to their mission. And yet the missed soccer games of the kids and yet the 16 hour work days and all of those things. And I thought, you know what, if we want to make sustainable change, we need leaders to be sustainably well. We need something more holistic, especially for those people that want to like really contribute something good in the world. So that's where I was at. Jamin was basically one of those people. He at the time in Australia was an incredible like young leader in, in the social change area. He was leading three different nonprofit organizations that were all targeting youth and young men around developing healthy notions of masculinity, things against bullying, like sports organizations to really help kids find the purpose. And he was one of those people that was like really, really deeply burnt out. Yeah, like having all the external validation and getting the awards and everybody, you know, hyping what he was doing. And at the same time, inside, he was feeling like, I don't want anyone to feel the way I do. And so he had a breakdown moment. And it was actually um, for him that the vision came through. If I could do anything in the world, what would I be doing? And his answer to that was, I would be running marathons and climbing mountains all over the world. 
And then we only met about maybe eight months later or something like that. And we started dating. We're not romantically together anymore. That's a piece of our coming into alignment. <laughs> um, and we met and we came together, both having a background in, in coaching and training and leadership and taking really what our shared vision was for the future and what we were seeing in the world and what was needed. And that was the foundation for the first Aligned Leadership Program in 2018. And maybe just to to add that in, because it might be a gap for people otherwise, the whole thing with mountains and marathons and what does that really have to do with Align? So all of our six-month leadership programs graduate with people running a marathon or climbing a mountain somewhere in the world. <laughs> That's just absolutely fantastic. And more so the fact that it's socially change-driven, it's purpose-driven, it's about impact on the world and the people in it you're acting as forces for good in my terminology I would say and that's very important these days because yeah I've just I've just done a, a piece of leadership research which I'm about to to launch and something you said rings a big bell on this which is there is an increase in mental health issues anxieties and burnout at the very top of our organizations and yeah. we really need to change that dial yeah and by doing what you're doing and challenging those leaders to find themselves properly first <laughs> find their purpose and then find different ways of working and different ways of challenging themselves uh is it is very different to the traditional sort of leadership development approach but one yeah. that i i see is hugely beneficial would you agree hugely <laughs> i bet you would <laughs> i do <laughs> yeah well i i Coming from that then, because you therefore see leaders coming through your doors and working with you over a few months, I'd like to pick your brains about the your experience of working with these leaders and the biggest needs that you identify when you're working there uh, in leadership skills terms and the greatest strengths that you see emerging from modern leaders. Mm. The word that just came to me when you said, what's one of the biggest needs? The word that popped into my head was permission. And that is permission to really attune to what is true for me. We have a process inside of, inside of our Aligned Leadership Program that is clarity, clearing, creation. Clarity is the part where we get really, really clear clear on what really truly is my long-term vision for my life across all life areas. Clearing is where we remove and heal and change the pieces that are currently not in alignment with that and creation is where we bring all of that about. Yeah. So based on that vision, the clarity part, one could think is the easiest. Oh yeah. What do I want? What do I want? And it's so hard. It's one of the hardest things because most, so many leaders, so many people over time, through societal conditioning, through what they think they should do, through all of these different voices in the world, including our own, there's this shutting down of what's actually really true. And what do I really want? And what do I really desire? Do I actually want to be in this company? <laughs> we only work with individuals and not with companies because we can't promise companies that the people will still be there at the end. Often there's like big shifts that happen inside of the inside of the program because people go, you know what, I, I've been here for 20, 30 years, but why am I even? You know, I've been taking care of 
my kids for the last 20 years and of my husband and of my career and all these things. And I haven't really given myself permission to really look at what do I truly want, including where the marathon, the mountain comes in. The mountain and the marathon, like they have a lot of different purposes inside the program, but it's also people wanting to travel, wanting to go have adventures, like do things with other aligned people. But it's like, well, can I really do that? Can Is it selfish if I take um, things like the time aside for myself? And if we go, hey, it's the context of a leadership program, makes it a lot more easy to justify. It gives permission. And so that's, I believe, a, tr- a key piece that we need and that we need to rediscover. And the program, like, and everybody can do that for themselves. But what we do and we do work with people is give that permission. And the second question you asked was, what is one of the main things that we need in leadership? And I believe that what we need more than ever and more than anything else is the capacity to be with and hold all of life. And that really a lot comes down to nervous system capacity and our ability to feel fully to feel all of life, to be with all of life, and really to just have the bigness of what life is and what it gets to be if we create it fully. (laughs) Because the people we work with, they have big lives. I mean, they're not people that are bored sitting at home all day going, what could I do? They have busy lives already and they have big lives already. And now we're, you know, now they're in our program. Um, But it's the ability to really have the capacity to hold all of that inside of us. On it, permission, what a fantastic word to encapsulate what you're talking about here, that clarity, the clearing, the creation. And uh, I, I really like what you said at the end there, that capacity to be with and kind of hold all of life. It does re- resonate for me. And presumably you do see a lot of leaders who come through your doors or that you network with who practice a lot of this and have a lot of strengths. And Maybe I could ask you that as well. What are the biggest strengths that you're seeing of the best leaders currently out there? Hmm. Yeah. I think it actually it does come back to the same thing for me. <laughs> um yeah, and it's seeing um, and by that I, I do mean the being able to integrate leadership into every area of life. And really finding, it's an interesting thing with balance, right? Like, I think the word balance is really overused and often people come to it and us and they say they want balance. Um, and it's actually a way to, to find the alignment inside all of these different pieces. And when we're looking at the workforce, like if we get a bit more specific, um, you know, your audience might be like also more curious or also curious about like when actually like at work conversations conversations it's the ability and the willingness to lean into deep conversations and speak about what must be spoken about and do that in a way that is graceful and that respects the desires and the needs and where everybody is at and that's not a leadership style that is I'm going to make sure I get what I want because that's what I've learned and that's how I've learned to lead (laughs) yes it comes back to the to the intimacy and to the connection with the people. Like, that's what I'm seeing. I mean, generally, when we do work on specific leadership challenges inside of the business, it's, I mean, like, I would say 95%, if not more. I mean, it always comes back to people because there really is nothing else in leadership than people (laughs) when it comes to the organization. So, yeah, that's what I would say. 
the ability to have the conversations that need to be had and do that in a way that is that is graceful and that is in alignment in itself. And the $64,000 question then, Jen, is this. For those leaders who get that right, that give themselves permission, get that balance, lead into these conversations, what's the benefits of getting that right? And what's the cost of doing nothing? Hmm. In a piece. <laughs> That's in what one. I would say. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> Inner peace for me is, it's a huge thing because it's when we don't do those things. It's when we're misaligned that we, that there's something that's stirred inside of us where we go, something isn't right. It's when we don't have the conversations in business or outside of business. I mean, we also, you know, there's a lot of like, talk with mom, talk with your sister, talk all, those things. <laughs> um, yeah, that's often actually even more prevalent than what needs to happen in the organization for the leader to have inner peace. Um, that's such a big one. And if you can have inner peace, if people can have inner peace, anything can be created from there. Because we come from a place of it's sufficient, it's good, it's enough, it's authentic. And now what do we get to create from here? Not from a place of fixing, not from a place of it's not good enough, from like, this is good and this is solid and what's possible. I'll take that, Jen. Inner peace. Absolutely, yes. And we're, we're drawing to a close of this great conversation. And I'd like to thank you again for joining me. And I'm going to pick your brain one more time to leave <laughs> those tuning in with two or three tips for leaders everywhere as we enter into this new world to get back on track with this, find that inner peace, find that balance, give permission, all of those things that you've been talking about. Mm. Yeah, I would say allow yourself to get real, like get real with what it truly is that you desire. Like what's the inner voice that's been craving to be heard, that's been craving to be heard and that you've known has been there for a really long time. And feel your emotions, feel life fully, feel life fully. It's beautiful. It's juicy. It's meant to be this way. <laughs> and all its different expressions and all the different ways whether the biggest joy and the biggest challenge feeling life fully and focusing focusing on that and developing that capacity and it's in my experience it's all going to get so much more beautiful from that yeah i i see and i and i really like that as well getting in touch with ourselves it's almost getting in touch with our humanity from what I'm hearing. Then. Absolutely. <laughs> but this is what being human is about. I mean, I'm also deeply spiritual. You know, I am very, very deeply connected to how special this is. Like the fact that we get to be human, that we get to be here in this, in this incarnation, in this body, that we get to feel that we get to have tiramisu, that we get to cry tears of sadness. I mean, it's it's all part of it. And it's gonna be over so quickly. And I'm not saying that in a morbid way. I'm saying that in a way of this is really just such a blip of time that we're having. So let's make it fuck it. Let's make it extraordinary. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> let's make it extraordinary and and feel it all and allow life to be everything that it can be. Because it's only when we allow, allow ourselves to feel the deeper, denser emotions and the things that might be more challenging that we can also tap into the highest levels of joy. Yeah, I'm not editing that out, Jen. It's like you're right. Screw it. Let's let's get on this track, right? You know, you're absolutely right. And I'm sure many people will want to get in touch with you. 
mm. after today and after listening to this or watching it. So how do they get in touch and what links can you provide? Yeah, the easiest way would be through Mountains and Marathons. So the website is mountainsandmarathons.world. And there's a contact form there as well and our upcoming programs and all that. And then also through my private Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn, that is Jen Zigner. Right. Well, Jen, let me just say thank you very much for <laughs> joining me. Lots of mm. food for thoughts as we enter into this new world. Please have a great year yourselves and send our regards to Jamin. Thank you. Thank you so much, Jeremy. It was a pleasure speaking with you. <laughs> See you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning into the Rethink Leadership podcast with me, Jeremy Blaine. Please like, comment and support us on your favourite platform and subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can watch as well as listen to each episode.